0: From Toronto, Canada, the Conspiracy Show with Richard Seren. Hello, friends. Welcome to the program. And if you're in New Jersey, New York, anywhere along the Eastern Seaboard that was hammered by Sandy, I give such a destructive, horrible, calamitous uh, weather force, such a innocuous, lovely name. Ironic, isn't it? Again, welcome to the program. We're going to talk about uh, Hurricane Sandy. But before we do, I just wanted to mention this to you. I was, um, this is something I just learned. Uh, my, uh, my lovely bride, the mighty Aphrodite, she has family down in New Jersey, uh, on the Jersey Shore. Uh, they have a, a, a place on Bradley Beach, which is just, I believe, south of, uh, Asbury Park. And, uh, luckily their, uh, their place was, I mean, either side of them, they had uh, their basements were flooded, but they're perched in the middle, and they were dry, thank- thankfully. Um, but most importantly, of course, they're safe. So, Asbury Park, of course, uh, got hammered, and uh, that is, of course, the um, the city that gave us the Boss, Bruce Springsteen. Now, one of his first albums, I believe, was "Greetings from Asbury Park," and the title track, "Asbury Park." The subtitle do you know the story, Tim? I I just learned this the other day. I was driving around and they played this song on the radio and, and I got the backstory. The subtitle of Asbury Park is called Sandy. And here's Bruce Springsteen singing about I guess unrequited love for this girl, Sandy. I don't know the the the, the story of the song, but can you I mean, is that a coincidence or what? Wow. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about Hurricane Sandy and whether or not there's more coming this way. Uh, just prior to Hurricane Sandy, we had an earthquake and a, uh, what could have been a tsunami out on the West Coast. Uh, that was kind of a surprise. I can't remember the last time we had, what was that, like a 7.4 or something off the coast of B.C.? That could have been a calamity. And I've got family out there, and I know many of you listening have too. What was that, Is that a dress rehearsal for something else coming our way? So let's talk about uh, earth changes. What can we expect in the future? In the immediate future? Sitting opposite me is a dear friend of the program, best known as a trans clairvoyant, also called Canada's Edgar Casey. He's a spiritual healer, teacher, published author. and demonstrates many abilities studied by noetic sciences, including clairvoyance, telepathy, energy healing, remote viewing, which is why we've sat him down here tonight, prediction and prophecy. And uh, he's got a new book out. Let me just uh, grab the copy of that here so that I make sure I have the title correct. It's called The New Renaissance, A Prophecy of 2012 and Beyond, now in its second printing. A great pleasure to welcome back to The Conspiracy Show. A good friend, Douglas James Cottrell. Douglas, how are you?
1: Fantastic, uh, Richard. It's a pleasure to be here again. Um, as I've watched your career grow and, uh, and see the audience that you've built, it's a, a pleasure to come back and be with you again.
0: Well, you've been uh, part of this family and my extended radio family for, uh, for many years before uh, I was in front of the microphone. So it's always great to have you here. Uh, let me ask you first. As a remote viewer, as a, as a, as a trance clairvoyant, when you see things that happened just recently with, and I'm talking Hurricane Sandy, do you sort of nod your head sort of solemnly and say, yep, there's more of that coming?
1: Well, Richard, the temptation to, to to say I told you so is always there, but I never do. Uh, we've been on your show many times and in other stations where we've talked about earth changes. Uh, I think I was one of the first people to uh, have a vision and actually announce on your show that the Earth's core was spinning at a different speed than the uh, surface or the Earth's crust. Uh, We've talked about the alignment of planets, which is coming up on November the 28th, which is a V-shape with the sun behind the Earth. I'm not quite sure if that's exactly the date on the 28th, but this is the, the vision I've had where the Earth is pulled in two different directions at about a 45-degree angle with the sun behind it and a, and a lunar eclipse taking place at the same time. Uh, the things that I've seen in the future um, and the things that we've predicted are coming true. And some of the things we said back in the middle 80s and uh, in and certainly the 90s uh, about this time, 2012, I don't believe that the world is going to end uh, in December, just before Christmas. Matter of fact, when I was in Poland recently, I had uh, uh, almost a thousand people for my lecture, and someone asked that question. they were terrified of what's going to happen. My response automatically was, "The sun will come up and the sun will go down on the 21st of December." So, what
0: what you're seeing has nothing necessarily to do with Mayan prophecy, or they may dovetail in some deg- degree, but you're not you're not saying that this has to do with Mayan prophecy and December 21, all hell's going to break loose.
1: Well, uh, exactly in the book, we talk about this as a renovation time, and that's why we call it the new renaissance. This is 2012 and beyond. You know, the world is going to be here in in 2013, etc. But the problem is that this is what's going on now. I've had people criticize me, a little you know, friendly criticism, saying, well, what happens if the things in your book don't happen? And someone remarked on my behalf and said, well, just listen to the news. Greenland is melting The surface of the glacier or the ice cap on on Greenland is melting. In the South, uh, in the South uh, Arctic, Antarctica, we've had huge chunks of ice uh, breaking off. And those, remember that um, Manhattan Island-sized iceberg that was floating around in the South. Uh, We've had all these things changing in in Spain. The uh, circumstances of, uh, of earthquakes there, and not too long ago, near Welba or the Southwest, there was this. This fear that tsunami was going to come over and wipe out uh, the New England coast of America. If you look around, these things are happening right now. And these are things I've said in the book. This is not a book of dread, and it's not a book of earth changes we're going to fall apart. It's a book of hope, what's going to happen beyond this time. But these circumstances are happening now. Just look in the news, and you can see that as we come to this crucial point in December, that there is a leading up, and then there is going to be a follow-through after. And it's like a line in the sand that the the source that we use uh, in the deep trance meditation, my intuition, we just call it the source, uh, has been talking about for years and years, that this is an important time. This is also a couple of years ago. I was on your show and we talked about this when Pluto is coming through the constellation of Capricorn. Every time this happens, and I'm not an astrologer and I don't mean to sound like one, but every time this happens, a renaissance happens in the world. The last time this happened, the American Revolution took place. Things are changing on all levels, theology, science, science. Uh, medical procedures. We're now looking at a cure for AIDS. We're looking at, you know, this Boson Watts uh, God particle thing has come through. Uh, we're looking at the uh, small world, like we are looking in the big world, or the microcosm is the same as the macrocosm. And so, a lot of really important discoveries are happening. However, Sandy came through, surprised the heck out of everybody. We're having spontaneous uh, um, uh, ex- weather experiences around the world. And as I was said on your show, I think it was just a year or two ago, where I talked about the oceans heating up, and this is the main cause. This goes back to the prediction that the Earth's core is spinning at a different speed than the surface, is like friction. Just to clarify, excuse me, Douglas. Uh, so,
0: I mean, Al Gore tried to pin Sandy on on uh, uh, global
1: warming. I mean, it's uh, not not the case at all. No. My my book not only talks uh, in the book, we talk about these things. Not only what's going to happen. But like uh, no one else, we explain why they're happening. Remember on your show, I challenged Dr. Suzuki to see if the Earth's core was going to be spinning at a different speed than the surface. Well, it is. And that's why we're having volcanic activity all over the world. We've had earthquakes going up uh, in Lake Ontario all the way to Montreal. There's been earthquake activity in Montreal, which I think on your show last time I was here, we talked about the volcanoes that are sitting there in, in the South Shore. We talked about the experiences on the West Coast, what's happening in Japan, we've talked about different parts of the world uh being flooded, uh Africa's coastline shrinking, the Atlantic rising, the Mediterranean coming up and uh But it, the earth is always in flux, right? It's always changing. We're always
0: experiencing extreme weather. That I mean the only th- th- thing certain about the weather is that it's uncertain. Mm. So what's Changed and and what's where where are we going with this? Where, where is this leading? Some well, catastrophic event?
1: It is the uh, we've had uh, visions of the Earth wobbling on its axis and even changing uh, its direction. In other words, we rotate from uh, uh if you will towards the east now, and I think it's going to rotate to, the other way. The sun will rise from the west instead of the east. Uh, not only am I but that to happen though. If that mm. to happen, you're talking
0: about. That's not even a pole shift. I mean, I don't know what that is, but, you're I mean, oh, that's going to cause major, major biblical devastation. Yeah, Billions the, of people
1: yeah, dead. Yeah. The oceans are going to rock out of their basins, and this is not me talking. Nostradamus said this. Uh, Velikovsky uh, was talking about this. The world's gone through three, if not four, previous world destructions, and this is what's going to happen in our time. The volcanic ash from the sky is going to be the worst because things won't grow, transportation will stop, weather uh, water will be polluted. Again, these are things that are happening right now. The oceans are going to rise. Why? Because the ice caps are melting. The ice caps are melting. What's that going to cause? the planet's going to wobble and be unstable. And right now, there's a 40-degree wobble in the Earth. Right now, the magnetic Earth uh, pole shift is changing. The geographical pole is wobbling as well. Just hold on. We'll uh, take a timeout. Come back. Douglas James Cottrell, trans-clairvoyant,
0: healer. Canada's Edgar Casey, the man with X-ray eyes, and he's uh, remote-viewed into our future something wicked this way comes perhaps and you can get on board with the conversation we'll make the phone lines available to you as well if, if you'd like to discuss earth changes and we'll also get into the u.s election and what that might portend back with more of the conspiracy show don't go away
1: You want the truth? You can handle the truth. The Conspiracy Show with
0: Richard Serrett. Welcome back. Our catastrophic earth changes, war, global depression, civil unrest in our future. Well, some say the future has arrived. The question is, is there more of that coming? Uh, and will these storms intensify? We had an earthquake off the coast of British Columbia. Uh was that a dress rehearsal? Again, we got off light. Very little damage. No uh, no fatalities. No injuries. Um, is there more coming this way? Douglas James Cottrell is uh, with us. Remote viewer. Deep trance. Clairvoyant. Healer. And uh, Douglas, you were telling me during the break that you've had a dream uh, in which you saw the earth... Essentially upside down.
1: It seemed to be. It seemed to be there was a current of water going around the earth. I saw four continents po- kind of poking themselves up, uh, and I uh, said in the dream, or somebody said to me in the dream, or this vision, uh, this was the North Atlantic or the North Sea. Now it doesn't happen that way in our in our uh, in our world if we have the North Pole, where the Canadian Islands and, and Greenland are. It just doesn't look that way. But if we take the planet and we turn it upside down, we have South America, we have Australia, we have Africa, all four continents, if you will, pointing down. I only named three, but there seem to be four in this vision. And there was an open channel of water going around. That can only occur if the planet is upside down. Now, um, again, this was a vision I had. Uh, My visions usually come true, and I'm not sure when this is going to happen, you know, tomorrow or 200 years from now uh so everybody is sitting tight uh you know relax about that but the stage is set the ice caps are melting we're losing our stabilizing uh influences so it's like a top spinning on the table if you put a weight off the top off balance the the top wobbles and will flip over this could happen with the uh with the shift in the oceans
0: and you're not the only one that's had this vision
1: correct this is true uh paul solomon uh, the famous uh, uh Sleeping prophet of, of Edgar Casey fame at the same life the same time he was alive with Ross Peterson, who was my mentor, and Edgar Casey has seen this. Uh, Nostradamus has mentioned these things. There are other people who have talked about huge waves uh, coming over the ocean. Velikovsky was a famous uh, scientist who said this is why all the dinosaurs were caught along the mountain ranges and why you found the caches of bones because this has happened before uh, what were there are websites now if you track them. The amount of, of volcanic activity and earthquake activity is enormous around the world. Look what happened in Japan, and we've forgotten about it. Mm. There are things happening in Spain and Italy and, and many other places that are now. Uh, Aetna is uh, going off. By the way, this is the key for me. If I see Aetna and Vesuvius go off at the same time, then I know... The door is closed and we don't have a chance. Now the countdown happens with earthquakes speeding up around the world. If there is a war in Turkey, this is another key that we're now failing and we can't retreat. The Hopi Indians... Why is that
0: a key, Turkey? Uh,
1: something uh, a long time ago, uh, other people, including myself, have seen that Turkey, either a nuclear war or an atomic blast or something was going to start in Turkey and then it was going to spread out around the world. Turkey's a linchpin, not Iran. This is
0: true. Interesting. Now, let me ask you something. You, you, the, again, the earth flipping upside down, essentially, and your vision and others, other sleeping prophets having this vision. How does anyone... Survive, walk away from that. I mean, are there, are there any safe zones if something like that
1: would yeah, happen? Yes, apparently, uh, the, the four corners, uh, in the U.S., in, uh, this is New Mexico and Colorado down that way. Uh, Canada is perfectly safe except for the west coast, which I believe is going to disappear, including, uh, Alaska. I had a voice, an angel, something, if you will, tell me that everything west of the Rockies, including the Jewel of the North, and it took me weeks to figure out Jewel of the North meant not Vancouver Island, but Alaska itself, and if you look at the fault lines, scientifically, you can see these things are happening. When uh, Japan, uh, when there was an earthquake last time in Japan, the Japan actually separated further, something like 1.3 meters, I'm guessing at the exact mi- uh, measurement, actually separated from North America. If we look at the land masses in the south and near Argentina, there is a huge land mass east of the tip of Argentina that is ready to come up. We look at the uh, at the floor of the Mediterranean, and it's rising. Uh, people in Spain, where I've been many times, I've been in Argentina and Spain and Poland, and I travel a lot, people around the world are having these warning dreams that this is going to happen. But to, rac- to answer your question directly, uh, Edgar Casey said it best. Uh, stay away from the coast, the east coast of America, 200 miles, or a certain height above sea level, and you'll be safe. I've seen the White House, and I've said this on your show before, yes. completely washed out and, and uh, the sewers backed up and, and the poor people in there. What, what does that mean? It means that the White House will be abandoned. And if you look, you know, the Potomac and you look at the East Coast, you could see a tsunami coming up there to wipe this out. That is amazingly.
0: Well, but. I've had uh, some, some people on the show talking about how they have seen documents and have, have heard from people inside the U.S. government who have leaked information to them, talking about how the U.S. government is quietly and quickly uh, m- preparing for such an eventuality, um, moving entire departments away from the coast, inland, uh, without any, you know, uh, they haven't talked about it, any publicity, hasn't been in the media, uh, relocating. Uh, uh, libraries and, and, uh, and then of course in, in Norway we have this, uh, the big the, seed the, cache. The seed yes. cache, the ark, they're mm-hmm. calling it. So, uh, so the, the government knows that this is, is happening. So obviously it would tend to suggest that it's more imminent
1: than, you know, something far off in the future. I, I believe that's true, Richard. With all my heart, uh, I'm not a fatalist. I'm not, uh, someone that makes irrational comments. I take responsibility, the same as yourself. And I've been quietly saying these things for, uh, decade or two that they're coming but now we believe there's an urgency you should be prepared the book talks about how to be prepared the book talks about how we can avoid situations like this through our spiritual consciousness being raised but I agree and it's every time I hear of something it looks very suspicious like the long long gun registry in our, our land has been repelled why? perhaps that's in preparation for uh, some violence is going to come in the future I look at the uh, Americans the same as you've just said very astutely. They are moving things inland. The East Coast is terribly uh, susceptible to a tsunami and flooding, the same as the West Coast, right down the West Coast of the Rockies. And if we look at the earthquake activity, we can see that the world is just ready to explode.
0: What's the day after going to look like? I mean, th- th- this, is, this is something that would take hundreds of years to recover from, I'm guessing.
1: Well, we address that. People ask that. Uh, our friend Chris, who's in the studio here, might have asked that one time. What's going to happen in 2013 or whenever after the, after this situation occurs? Uh, we have had Americans who have likewise, um, have had visions or dreams and they lived on the East Coast are looking to move inland. I'm not trying to defer to ordinary people, but if ordinary people all over the world are having the same type of dream, this must be something in the race consciousness. It must be, uh, the divine preparing us. The day after will be that the East Coast will, will, everybody will survive. I mean, the places will survive. We're not going to be sunk and gone and, and underwater. But after these, the rocking of the oceans, there will be, as Edgar Cayce predicted about Virginia Beats, the East Coast, his facility will be in ruins. And that's why they have their records in a vault so they can be found after the, the, the day after, if you will. But billions, I'm
0: guessing. There are seven billion souls on this planet. Mm-hmm. Billions will be lost.
1: Well, I predicted that a huge percentage of people will be lost. And I believe that some of the uh, predictions when the children in Fatima, I think, uh, had those visions of the lady, uh, the last prophecy is that we might have a third of the people gone from the earth this is the third secret i think so this is what my information is and my intuition is taking me that way Uh, certainly i had a vision of africa shrinking the same continent size and shape but shrinking that means that the coastline of africa will be submerged edgar casey talked about the battlefields in europe being underwater When I was in Poland, my interpreter had a vision of a tsunami coming down from the north and and basically flooding the North Sea or the north part of Poland. My son had a vision where there was a, something happened in the Caribbean and uh, a liner was, uh, a cruise liner was put up on shore. Uh, That would be an enormous amount of water shifting and moving. We should be aware of these things. But again, pay attention to the volcanoes. When the volcanoes go off, the ash coming down will stop a lot of things, traffic, growing seasons, and I'm saying to be prepared, have a six-month supply, have some sort of water supply, because the water will be the greatest uh uh tragedy of all. We won't have fresh water. Before we get to that natural cataclysm, I mean, one has
0: to even wonder, will we survive to get to that point, given... Uh, all of the other storms that are brewing out brewing out there, and I'm talking about the, you know the financial meltdown. Uh, I mean this re- this recovery, if you want to call it that, sputtering along. Um, you know there are many um, minds brighter than mine who are suggesting that we are we're getting ready to go back down for another recession. This could be a double you know a double dip recession. Uh, we're talking about. You know, massive food prices, uh, increases in food prices next year because of droughts and so forth. Well, uh, and the civil unrest that that could bring and, and depression and the, the, um, you know, the, the debt crisis in Europe. And I mean, are we going to even survive as a people, uh, to get to this economic or this, this, this next uh, cataclysm? What do you see happening, uh, in, in terms of the economy in, in the, in the, in the future?
1: Well, I've said on your show before, we're going to have superinflation. And I believe after the election that there will be an uh, increase in all the commodities uh, which are being suppressed artificially now. That's my opinion. What I've seen is interest rates going up more than they were ever before. And I've been on your show years ago. We talked about 20%, 25%, uh, 22% interest rates. And I also predicted on your show the interest rates will go down to 2 or 3%. That's happened. The next prediction is that they'll go up more. Interest rates will be more than what they ever were before. Uh, we're going to survive this. The reason that these situations or calamities are coming is because you, know, you have to pay the piper. The world is uh, winding down through all the corruption and the greed that is taking place. The lack of caring, the lack of compassion. The Hopi Indians predicted that we had an opportunity of the world going into two futures, two timelines. One, that we could survive this and we could avoid a lot of these difficulties or catastrophes. And the other is that we spiral down into despair. And so what's going to happen is that just like the hurricane that came through here in in the end of the 80s, 1988 or whenever it was, 86, 88, after disasters, what happened? The world recovered. There was a boom in the economy, and I think this is what's going to happen. Through these tragedies, the world will never, ever be the same as it was now. We'll have a whole uh, movement forward to help each other. And the military, as opposed to, you know, spiritually speaking, the pendulum swings one way and then it swings back equally and opposite the other way, as much as the military has been involved in taking lives and destruction, the military will be our way out. These will be the the group of people who have the resources, the manpower, the know-how, the capability to rescue us, which will make the biblical uh, prophecy of the military turning their weapons into the plowshares come true. The idea- rescue us? How? I mean, uh, some mm.
0: see militarization as part of the problem and, and the saber rattling in the Middle East and uh, uh, these. These, this unseen hand that I see operating in the Middle East and, and using Arabs and Jews as bloody battering rams against each other for what end purpose? I have no idea. I don't pretend to understand it. But how do you see the military as being our
1: savior? Somebody has to rescue us. And who, above all people in the world, would do that? They have ships and planes. We have resources, transportation, young men, highly trained. This is the only group of people on the face of the planet that could help us in the various countries. Yes, so they'll stop fighting. If you ever notice it, uh, if you look at some natural disaster, always seems to come along when when imminent warfare is about to take place, or or soon thereafter, there's a natural disaster. Always, if you compare, you'll see that uh, nature rebels, and I think this is the this is how they're going to help us. We are going to have to move uh, massive amounts of resources from one place to another which, of course, brings in this cooperative effort, talking now more in a spiritual way why these circumstances are going to happen. We talk about the law of one, and we talk about gaining back uh, the, from this darkness into the light. And the situation is now going to be uh, fortuitous because this is a renovation time. The world is going to be different than it is now. I've seen it. It's a wonderful place. All right, we'll come back and continue to discuss the new renaissance with
0: Douglas James Cottrell Earth change is coming our way and we'll also get to your phones if you've got a line hold on to it back with more of the conspiracy show stay with us search of sunken cities and weird science, mythical beasts, and modern-day bloodsuckers. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett continues. Uh, and for those of you who are, uh, you know, bailing out and um, digging out from under Sandy, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that tonight's show is maybe not exactly the remedy you were looking for, but uh, hopefully what uh, the things that Douglas Cottrell has seen, envisions are off in the future, way in the future. No way to tell, really. Um, uh, perhaps I'm wrong, maybe he will correct me, but uh, we are talking about earth changes coming our way and whether Sandy was merely a dress rehearsal. Is there more of this to come? Will these storms intensify? Douglas says yes, there will be a major cataclysmic event, something akin to a pole shift. A billions will be lost, uh, but... Uh, the key, as many of the, uh, the great sleeping pof- prophets, Ed- Edgar Cayce and others have said, is to get the inland, about 200 miles, uh, get a hold of some good, good old-fashioned Canadian shield, I guess. Um, now, let's uh, grab some phone calls here. Lisa is in Woodstock, Ontario tonight. Lisa, welcome to The Conspiracy Show.
2: Oh, hi, uh, Richard. It's uh, calling in. Uh, it's a very interesting show. Um, I um, have been hearing uh, on, on the radio of uh, Major Ed Dames, uh, who's a military-trained remote viewer in the United States. Uh, his uh, remote viewing team apparently has remote viewed a kill shot from the sun sometime in 2013, and I was wondering what Mr. Cottrell's uh, view was on that.
0: By a kill shot, you mean a major uh, coronal mass ejection? Absolutely. Okay. Douglas?
1: well last december November, December, we had a similar thing where I predicted eight or sorry six sunspots in a straight line, and they were very much uh, occurred that time and the The plasma uh, from the sun and what happened to the earth was it basically wiped out our shield, and uh, that particular time. I was shaking myself. I didn't know what was going on until I, these these uh, this evidence that there was this effect from the sun happened. I've not seen this a uh, kill shot from the sun, but I, I have said and predicted more such activity as we experienced last December. So I would think something major is going to happen again, and it might, as I'm looking now in my mind, I can see the Earth start to wobble because of this magnetic uh, gravitational pushing away from the planet And I think this might start to wobble or have a severe wobble. This is what I'm looking at right now. All right, Lisa, thank you uh, in Woodstock for that.
0: Bill is in Hamilton, Ontario. Bill, you're up next. Welcome to the Conspiracy Show.
1: Yes, Dr. Cottrell, I find your theories fascinating. Is there any location that you have where one could come and have a reading? You mean to see me? Yes. Well, we have the Hamilton uh, Beach Center at 180 Beach Boulevard in Hamilton, Ontario. And, uh, you know, they can check the website, dollarsjamescottrell.com, and there's more information on that. And we have lots of things going on at the center, too. And people can come and talk to uh, uh, some of our healing community, and they can, uh, pray, you know, ask questions at that time. You, uh, thank
0: you for the call, uh,
1: Bill, in Hamilton. You
0: mentioned uh, to me that at the center in Hamilton, uh, when Hurricane Sandy was bearing down, what were you doing, you and your group?
1: Well, that uh the Sunday before we had a spiritual service. Uh, we have a Sunday service for people who are like-minded to us, and at uh, somewhere during the service, we decided to put our hands in the air. And uh, as your colleague George here felt that healing energy uh, a year or two ago when he was going home, and he felt that that warm energy that cooked him a little bit, <laughs> surprised him. I think uh, if you're listening, George, God bless you. Uh, that we put our hands in the air and we pushed energy towards Sandy to keep it away from the beach. It was on track to go right over Niagara Falls and come for us. And as you know, it went further south of the lakes. And we basically had very little effect uh, on the beach. There was some wind, there was some rain, but there was no uh, effects as, uh, that happened like many other places.
0: So you're saying mass consciousness, uh, the power of
1: intention can steer these hurricanes around? Well, more than that. It's actual this energy. This is why I believe the Hopi Indians were telling this, so we can change the world with this healing energy, with this invisible force that can be demonstrated. Uh, This is why miracles happen and why pain and suffering goes away in bodies in an expeditious way. But when you have a group of people and you you actually put up a barrier, you push energy towards, you can affect nature. And I teach a class on how to make clouds disappear by looking at them. That happens. We can photographic proof of it. Cloud bursting. Uh, Yes. And many people do this. So many people can get together and push the energy away. And I'm sure the Indian, if you will, uh, rainmakers uh, have that in the reverse way where they can cause atmospheric uh, uh, precipitation. But the point is that this is what we were doing. And you call me deluded, call me... Call me superstitious, I but, would never call you deluded. Uh, thank you <laughs> This happened the storm went away from us, but it was bearing down on us, and uh, many people called up and uh, friends from all over California and Europe were saying, "Get out of town. This is coming right at you, okay, so let me ask you this then if it 's possible to through the power of
0: intention, you think about this and we 'll go into a break and you'll answer on the other side is, it, is it, if it 's possible to to direct, through the power of intention or prayer, whatever you want to call it, a storm out of harm's way. Are there, perhaps, those with slightly uh, more um, uh, malevolent intent, not slightly more, greatly more in, in malevolently intent, uh, who will steer a hurricane into harm's way? Are there are those people out there? We'll uh, discuss, on the other side, Douglas James Cottrell here on The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett. Poking holes in the darkness, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome back. The author of *The New Renaissance* is with us, Douglas James Catrell, Transclairvoyant. We're talking Earth changes, and before we get to Tom in Kentucky, who's been waiting patiently, let me go back to before the break. Are there people out there who are on the other side of uh, this equation? In other words, evilly, evil-intended individuals who are steering hurricanes into harm's way using
1: the same technique? I, the answer is twofold. Yes, there are. There are people who can control the weather, and they do send bad things out there. And there are, uh, by willful, this black magic or the cursing prayers. um, You know, you see in the Christian Bible where Jesus uh, cursed a a figure, a day tree, and it withered and died in one day. The power of prayer, uh, in a destructive way is just as powerful as a constructive way. And we as human beings have this power and this ability within us, whether we know it or not. But what we think about all day long is what we're praying for all day long. And with all the grief in the world, with all the hatred out there, with all the anger out there, we are making these earth changes come about. As a race mind, we are causing our own destruction. Again, what the Hopis were talking about, uh, talking about as we have a way of salvaging ourselves and getting away from this is to change our attitude in one thing only, like the Dalai Lama is saying, be more compassionate which is what the Christ was all about and why he stood out from all the others. He was talking about be compassionate. And the situation is there are people out there who are, I'm sure, in their in their deluded way, uh, they are attempting to cause harm. The hatred causes harm and hatred uh, is, uh, in a spiritual way is like taking a dagger and stabbing people with this invisible energy we call the spiritual energy or energy healing energy, if you will, to to make a coin a phrase. It is real, and if you hate, you cause destruction, but you know what? It comes back to you. The only energy that is constructive is love and compassion, which comes back to you makes you feel better. All the other emotions, when you send them out, affect you in a negative way as well. So there are people out there who are praying for the destruction of their enemies, and there are other people out there who are in the black areas, highly trained, uh, and they are af- actually trying to hurt people that they target themselves. All right, Tom is
0: in Kentucky. Welcome to The Conspiracy Show, Tom. You're on the line with Douglas James Cottrell.
2: Yes, good evening, gentlemen. <clears throat> I live here in an area called what's uh, known as Appalachian. as you know, Edgar Casey was from Kentucky, and I hear... All of these uh, talk shows about it's not safe to be here, there when these events take place, and I believe they're going to happen. I just wonder uh, how we fare here where I'm located, because this past winter was the most unusual winter. We actually only had one accumulating snowfall after a devastating uh, set of tornadoes that came through in early March and killed probably a little over 100 people, which is generally unheard of in the hilly country of eastern Kentucky where I am. And then uh, that was on March 2nd. And then on the 5th of March, we had a snowstorm where we had six inches of snow, heavy wet snow, and by the next day it was all gone. Now, so far, it seems to me that this coming winter, I think we're going to have, and it's just a gut feeling, more snow and so forth. So I wonder if we're safer here than uh, than I'm sure we are, than we would be in Washington, D.C. Just to give you a geographical geographical coordinates, I'm 160 miles due south of Columbus, Ohio. So I just wonder what you think as far as if we're safe here or safer, or just what your thoughts are, especially about... uh, the weather, uh, and the coronal mass ejection. I'm an amateur radio operator, and I foresee the day when we will lose propagation, and it will not be coming back anytime soon. So your thoughts on these things?
1: All right, right Tom, thank you. Don't go near Washington, D.C., as we talked about earlier. As uh, Tom was talking, I was looking, uh, and, and he was very articulate in his descriptions. And we have talked about these things in the book, this weather pattern. Nostradamus was talking about in the future people would be very concerned about the weather. These are the indications of the atmosphere changing. Uh, we talked about the uh, friction in the uh, center of the earth, and I'm going to get back to Tom's question quickly. And this heating up at the core is heating up the oceans. This is why all these weather conditions are happening. Not the greenhouse effect. The oceans are heating up. Two degrees is disastrous, and we're going to go to three or four degrees increase in heat. And this is what's going to precipitate all this difficulty. I see, as Tom was talking, I could see the the snow coming. What I saw, the vision I had was he's going to be safe, but the lowlands in Kentucky will be flooded. So if you're on the lowlands, if you're down in the hilly country, uh, we move up the hill a little bit or, or try to go a little higher. Uh, Windstorms, yes, but I see uh, as much as the, as the hilly country of Kentucky is as a result of crushing of the, cross, of the Earth's crust where the hills were formed, the only thing I see is water in the lowlands.
0: All right, Tom, forewarned, forearmed, as they say. Uh, thank you for calling. Uh, the U.S. presidential election, we, we've got about uh, eight, nine minutes here. Let, let's get into that a little bit. What? You know, I, I was joking uh, off air, not really joking, uh, but I said it with a smile, I suppose, that, that sometimes I get caught up in the theater of the election, and is it going to be Obama, and is it going to be Romney, and then I have to catch myself and say, wait a minute, it really doesn't matter. Uh, I, I, I'm one who, maybe I'm a little cynical, but I believe the, the U.S., uh, election system is, is, is designed for continuity. So it doesn't matter who you vote for. It's designed to give the electorate the illusion of choice. But whoever is elected, you will have continuity. You will have essentially the same policies. Certainly, how have you? Do you remember seeing a presidential debate where the the opponent agreed with the 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 incumbent so many times? To me, that was very telling. But anyway, uh, let me get your your thoughts on on the election, Douglas. Who do you see winning, and will it make uh, a tinker's damn of difference?
1: Well, uh, Obama is going to win the presidential election. Um, I saw Rodney coming up first, and uh, then I saw Obama with his hand in the air, uh, pointing up with a finger like number one. And then I saw him a, a step up on the stage or step up on a platform, which I think has happened now. Uh, where Rodney was pretty close, he had a good shot for it, but he's fading. And uh, as I look in my mind now, he has a. a not a, not a, not a frown on his face, but his lips are together, and I can see the President Obama smiling. So, uh, this is what I use. I, I look at the expression on the person's face to see if there's success or not. And, uh, I think, uh, President Obama will carry forward in his, uh, um in his mandate. And, uh, I think that, uh, there will be a lot of people who will be very, very angry at him. I've certainly have seen difficulties coming to him personally and we've talked about that on the show before and so uh there's going to be a lot of anger and hostility after uh the election. And
0: and uh, what do you see the next 4 years like? How is it going to play out? I mean, are they going to be is the United States going to be able to climb out from under this crushing debt? Uh are they going to continue to print money? Uh, and and debase the, the you know the value of the currency. What's going to happen in the next four years? The next four c- year cycle, I guess.
1: Well, uh, the things in Spain are going to be disastrous. I've seen the five major banks in Spain in great difficulty. Basically, um, they're not going to get another rescue. Um, I've seen that affecting the West and i think that uh we're going to see hyperinflation coming we're going to see uh, shortages we're going to see arbitrary increases in foodstuffs like corn and soybeans uh if they're not already happening they will soon happen uh you know i've accurately predicted the gold up and down in your show over the years and gold is going to continue to uh, go up and silver will double in price.
0: Let me ask you about that very quickly. Uh, we look at gold now and it seems to have, I mean, it seems to have supported around 1550 and a lot of resistance below 1800. And yet you look at the uncertainty of the times. All the fundamentals are there. The, the gold should be I don't know, three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 in an ounce. Is it being manipulated? Why is gold stuck in this prison of $1,500, $1,600 an ounce?
1: My friend Robert Appelwood, who has been on the show, he's a good friend of ours and has been here with you and I uh, in the past, has found out that there is an agency that uh, they can draw on the money from the central banks to sell uh, gold short. It was an agency that was started as a contingency in case there were problems and instead of uh, using their resources once in a while they use it every day and they use it on the short side if you look at all the markets now there are the terrorists uh, other people try to sell the markets down or they try to do things to destroy the market so that the market moves very quickly to the downside 911 there were a huge number a huge number of put options on the airlines people knew it was going to happen and these agencies are these uh, people who are somewhat in the middle, have vast sums of money, can draw on, and they're suppressing uh, artificially or deliberately, but perhaps might be a better word, the price of gold. I see gold at $2,500 easily. Uh, it's going to break through the $1,800 mark. The gold shares, gold mines are all going to go up as well, and they'll it'll be the poor man's uh, boom for that. Uh, this will, of course, lead into, as I said, uh, inflation going up. Five or six points ba- pass its all-time high, as it has been in the past. The economy will boom. Business will be good, but we're going to have shortages. America is becoming a third-world country. All the jobs have gone, of course, to China. And if you look, China is now buying pipelines. They're buying resources. They're buying mines so they can produce copper. Uh, this is really wise on their part. We here in Canada seem to be selling off all our assets to foreign powers. Not a smart place to be. So, in essence, uh, we're giving away uh, the gold, if you pardon the pun, in our country, and this is going to cause us harm with uh, uh, superinflation coming.
0: Uh, you mentioned earlier um, uh, war with Turkey. Uh, but how does Iran figure into all of this? Uh, I mean, I'm still at a loss uh, you know, to make sense of the conflicting reports, whether in Iran, in fact, does have uh, capability to make a bomb. Uh, at one point, intelligence agencies in the in, in Israel, who you would think would be in the know, were saying that they do not, uh, and yet uh, uh, Netanyahu, perhaps he was using it as uh, for political expediency. Uh, I suspect maybe he was uh, claiming that they do, and uh, and then we had the International Atomic Energy Board saying that is uh, that they do not have a new clear program, uh, and then they did about face, and now they say they do. It's back, it's forth.
1: Well, this is where people use me all the time, Richard. Whether somebody's asking for a health reading in a condition uh, that nobody else can find out, which I'm able to see, or businessmen are coming about uh, their business, which I'm able to predict things about their business or prophesize what's going on in the world.
0: Does Iran what, have
1: nuclear capabilities? What, I was just going to say that. He must be psychic. <laughs> yes, they do. They have suitcase bombs. They're dirty bombs. I've seen that. I've also seen that uh, Israel is ready to pull the trigger. What I have is like a huge gun with somebody's finger on the trigger. And if uh, Iran moves or flinches, they are going to be destroyed. I've said this before, and it's in the book about nuclear war can happen in the tinderbox in the Middle East. And I believe if so much as a wrong move happens, boom, we have war. I've also seen military bases in Spain, American military bases, ready to fly to Iran. So they're surrounded, uh, they're, if you will, the wagons are circled in Iran. If they so much as make a, a, a threat or a move, they're going to be destroyed, and they know it, and that's what's keeping them in place. Quick,
0: uh, um, back to the phones. I think we have time for this. Phil? No, we don't have time for this. Okay, sorry, we got to wrap. Sorry, Phil. Yeah, sorry about that, Phil. Next time. Uh, Douglas? Uh, Wow, you. Life is not a bowl of cherries. I mean, that must be difficult for you uh, to see this bleakness out there, uh, but yet you're saying at the end, you know, there will be this new renaissance. We will survive.
1: Uh, there
0: will be what heaven on earth
1: we're going to see the emergence of the ancient spiritual practice the law of one you're going to be hearing a lot about this in the future the law of one is a compassionate law it's how we can get out of this mess we care for each other the golden rule will come to a single world consciousness I don't want to say religion a consciousness it will be compassion the law of one remember that you're going to hear a lot about it
0: the new renaissance Douglas, always a pleasure, and congratulations on the new website, which
1: I guess is being sort of formally launched tonight. Yes, we're launching douglasjamescottrell.com, the new WordPress website here on your show tonight, my friend. An honor. Thank
0: you. And people can uh, uh, click on your name on my homepage, and that'll take you right to douglasjamescottrell.com. Thank you, Douglas.
1: They can also buy the book at the Conspiracy Culture Bookstore, by the way. Excellent. Thank you.